Everyone's heard of the internet. And by now, you've likely heard about the Internet of Things. But have you considered that in the future, we'll be tokenizing all the things on blockchain? That's right. Art, real estate, automobiles, and more can be tokenized, with fractional shares of each asset being privately owned. Today, we welcome back Howard Marks of StartEngine.com to discuss tokenizing the world. So turn to the person next to you and say, I tokenize that. And then listen in for episode number 178 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. going to talk about tokenizing all the things today tokenizing the world why do we gotta yep. why do we gotta stop at the world mr Jokam? what do you want to tokenize well, i mean we could like what can't we like tokenize maybe to- i want to tokenize the sun or maybe tokenize the moon the moon so like wait if we can tokenize a lambo <laughs> and the moon get that lambo to the moon now the whole now the you know the galaxy is becoming tokenized yeah actually looks like there was a moon coin came out in january of 2014 and it is now worth zero 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 three five <laughs> less than a less than a satoshi yeah. And um, yeah, I don't think their moon coin looks like it ever went to the moon. Actually, there are so many crappy coins out there. Like I was looking at one of the exchanges and there these ones that are sitting, you know, not everything under 500 number 500 market cap is a crappy coin. I mean, there's some that are solid projects in there, but there is so much garbage. In fact, I think we should do a show that focuses on some of the the crap coins oh the shit that are failed yeah no not not that it failed just just like let's just pick on you know some of the ones that catch our eye that are way down there in market cap okay and talk about it january 6th this year Mooncoin got up to two hundred and thirty-three million dollars in market cap. It got up to point zero zero one. It's like it had a serious pump uh, and dump. Man, that is insane. That is that is crazy. So it hit the moon and then came back down to Earth. Basically, it, it went all the way up to two hundred and thirty something million dollars, and now it's sitting at around seven million. Nice, nice. It's kind of like be connect. This show is brought to you by StartEngine. StartEngine.com is the largest regulated ICO platform in the United of all the states. 170 companies and more have raised over $60 million in StartEngine, and 87% of the companies on their platform have successfully reached their minimum funding goal. On Kickstarter, only 36% of companies have successfully raised capital. If you're a bad crypto listener, and you'll know that you are because you're hearing me talking Right now, you get an exclusive offer, 20% discount on your regulated ICO setup services and a free campaign consultation. Such a deal. Such a deal, as my grandmother would say. She goes, oh, you've got to take advantage of this. It's such a deal. If you want to learn more, go to ico.startengine.com forward slash bad crypto. ico.startengine.com forward slash bad crypto. And these links, uh, this link and all the links will be in the show notes at badco.in forward slash 178. 
you know, we're, we're really happy uh, that Start Engine has been sponsoring Bad Crypto. And today we're going to welcome Howard Marks back to the show. He is the co-founder and CEO of Start Engine. And uh, he's got a lot of interesting things to say. And today we talk about tokenizing the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've, we've had conversations about this way back as early as the law token conversation with those guys from the, from the lot LAT tokens. And, you know, it's an interesting idea. And now it's getting to the point where they're, you know, they're having not only ICOs or initial coin offerings, they're having initial item offerings and we're having security tokens. And, you know, it's, the things have changed a lot in the past year. And now when we're starting to tokenize objects and tokenize Picasso paintings and, and whatnot and, and breaking up the chunks, it's it's interesting. It's all, it is a whole new world, Mr. Jolcom. We are the world. We are the tokens. And that's how we tokenize all the things. Yeah. Well, like, I wonder if like something like, what if there was like a young Steve Jobs out there and he goes, you know what? I am going to tokenize my future ideas. Whoever wants to invest in my future ideas now, you can, whatever, you can share in some of that. Uh, Is that going to be something that's like future, future concepts or future work going to be tokenized? You could. I mean, you're talking, you know what, let's listen in the interview and then let's you and I have this discussion on the backside. Here's Howard Marks. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, well, really just about 40 episodes ago, we had the CEO and co-founder of StartEngine.com on the show, Mr. Howard Marks, and we talked a lot about how uh, StartEngine was helping to get companies uh, ICOing on their platform in a regulated manner, and and StartEngine has been the sponsor of several episodes of Bad Crypto. Today, we're welcoming Howard back to talk about how the tokenization of stuff is becoming the next step in the blockchain revolution. Howard, welcome back to Bad Crypto. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned uh, offline that there's been a trend away from the, um, well, maybe maybe not everybody not moving away, but typically we've tokenized utility and what you see happening is that a movement towards tokenizing real-world assets. Let's talk about that. Well, think about this way. When the blockchain got started, it was Bitcoin. It was, it was actually digital currency. You were able to process payments, exchange of value through pure digital. There was actually no real-world equivalent to it. And if you think about that today, Bitcoin does not have a real-world equivalent. It is what it is on its own. And then you have Ethereum came out, which is also a decentralized application, but then permitted people to have some some form of centralization called the trusted source, which was well-documented in their white paper. And then that brought up some new ideas that the marketplace looked at and saying, well, hold on a second. If you can tokenize... Um, I would say currency or applications that are like predictive markets like Augur does. You could also tokenize a house or a painting or some horses, or you could tokenize shares in a company. Why would you do that? Well, there is a really big idea, and we call it tokenize the world. 
tokenize the world. So um, there's going to be a lot of opportunities there to tokenize lots of different things. How how does something like that, do you think, gain mass adoption? So unbeknown to most people, some of the best investments today happen in private partnerships. So for example, you'll have a, a real estate promoter who will say, look, I'm able to buy this piece of land, build a building on it, and return 18% every year on your money for the next five years, which is pretty amazing considering most people only make a few percent on their money a year. And there's some risk, but the only way you can invest is if you're an accredited investor, which means you're wealthy and you have resources. So the general public never sees that deal, that incredible deal where you can invest in real assets, and yet the returns are double, sometimes triple what you would see on the you know the public real estate uh, REITs that are out there. And yes, there's risk. There's always risk-reward, but the opportunity is pretty spectacular. So imagine if you could tokenize this, and now instead of having... 30 wealthy people involved in this partnership, you can have 3,000 people who are all consumers. You know, we I, I know we've interviewed more than one company that's seeking to do this. One of them from uh, way back, one of the earliest episodes of Bad Crypto was um, La Token, LA Token. And I remember them talking on the interview about tokenizing, um, you know, artwork and, and this type of thing. Is that kind of along the lines of what you're talking about? Yes, it's the same concept. And the difference then was they want to do it without using regulation in most cases because regulation was not understood by many people who were in the marketplace. You know, they, you had this feeling that anything can be sold to anybody in any way you want, right? And the wake-up call happened when the SEC came in and said, hold on a second, guys, there's more to it than you think. And it turns out it is true. The minute you tokenize something, it actually becomes a security. So let me give you an example. Your house is not a security. It's an asset. It's not considered a security, the house. So when you want to buy a house, even though it's, you know, it could be worth half a million, a million, you're buying an asset. It's not a security. It's not protected by the SEC's uh, rules. But then if you tokenize that house and, and, and divide it up, let's say among a thousand people, that becomes a security in itself. So it's interesting, the transformation, as you can see, and that really is what I'm talking about is by using regulation in the right way, you can actually make these incredible assets available to the general public. You can tokenize a band because it's it's actually a corporation. Most people don't realize it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can take a, a rock band and tokenize it and offer either a share in the band or a revenue share as a token. You can tokenize artwork. You can tokenize gold. You can tokenize pretty much anything that we know that is uh, of value. And that's a pretty big idea that you're going to see coming in very quickly. Now, is this a security token, a utility token? How, How do you think the SEC or the CFTC is going to regulate something like this? Well, it's actually a security token. It cannot be a utility anymore. And the main reason is this. When you take an asset, so let's take a house, for example, which is not a security. It's in self, I would say, a real asset. It could be viewed as a commodity in some ways, even though it's unique. It, when you divide it up into 100 pieces, that becomes a security. And it's pretty clear. There's no 
you know, gray area on that one. And the reason is because you, you've secured the asset through sale of, of a, a partial share. That's a security. So it's regulated by the SEC and the 50 states that regulate those transactions. Now, typically, you know, people who are used to buying stocks on the stock market and there's only 4,700 companies that are national market securities, that's tiny for a country of our size. I mean, you have five million small businesses. You have millions of buildings, as you can imagine, right? So now that we bring in this world of blockchain and we can tokenize these real assets, whether it's real estate, artwork, commodities like gold, you can imagine the possibilities to giving access to the ordinary person things that they could never purchase. Uh, now, are you, are you specifically working in this space? Well, I'm in a way working not directly in the space. Uh, we're, we're building our platform at Start Engine to allow these companies who want to tokenize their assets. Yes. So we're participating in the, the help to bring those assets to the general public and sell them legally under regulation that is well established and, and works well with the blockchain. Kind of give us an update uh, on you know what's taken place with uh, Start Engine since we spoke last, and you guys launched you know the the ICO platform. Well, we've had quite a lot of success. Uh, we were lucky enough to have, for example, T Zero as a customer and a partner on our platform, and they announced a pretty significant raise. They raised over 120 million. They announced in a press release, and you know, we have a lot of customers who, who've done very well. The main update I would say is this. We're seeing a lot of interest from people who are not necessarily, who call themselves crypto, they're not a blockchain company, trying to have access to the ability to sell those their, their buildings, their, their securities through the blockchain. So what we've built is a technology called Ledger, is LDGR. And what it is, it's a smart contract on Ethereum that will allow any asset to become a security. And then when it's sold, let's say on the Start Engine platform, for example, it's sold under regulation. There's three of them that we work with. It's regulation D506C, which is for accredited investors. There's regulation crowdfunding, where you can raise a million dollars from the general public, and regulation A+, where you can raise up to $50 million from the public. So these three things that we're using will permit, using our ledger technology that we've built, tokenizing, I don't know, a company, you know, for example, a bar around the corner that's a corporation and has a bar, and they're looking to raise capital to expand. A band, someone who's playing music as a it's a corporation that owns the the rights to the music, or even um, a building or gold. Or we've seen someone came to us with a, a Picasso painting they want to tokenize as well. Mm. It's fascinating. It sounds like there's there's tons of different opportunities out there to tokenize various different things. And so, do you see this happening more and more so? And there'll be less IPOs in the future and more sort of hybrid STO sort of security token offerings and tokenization of corporations and less IPOs and stock market stuff? 
Yes. I mean, if you follow the, the IPO market, we've had under under 300 companies so far go to the IPO market in the United States. I mean, 300 companies, as you can imagine, is not a big number uh, for a multi-trillion dollar economy. It is a disaster. It means that access to capital has been restrained. It's only the very few that can have access to this capital from the general public. And it's not growing. And if anything, it's getting smaller. And the main reason is regulation is very expensive to go public. Number two, a lot of companies prefer to uh, enjoy the privacy. Uh, A good example was Elon Musk when he announced he wanted to take Tesla private. Well, he probably felt the, the constraints of being public. So what we're advocating with the tokenization of the world, which is basically tokenizing assets such as the company, you know, is our, our view is that you can do that staying private and yet have the same benefits in some ways of being public. So that means using regulation A+, you raise $50 million and your shares can be traded on these new alternative trading systems such as T0 or ours at Start Engine when it comes out. That is really a big idea. And the idea is timely. As the public markets are becoming harder and harder for companies to, to, to go public or to use them, we want to make access to private deals for the general public a reality. Right on. So you guys are having a is it a you having a crypto summit, a blockchain summit? You have some sort of event coming up. You want to tell us about that? Sure. This is our third summit. It's on October 19th. And we went bold and we decided, you know what? What kind of speaker has no one seen at a summit before in the crypto world? Joel Kahn. So yeah, exactly. We had to oh. dig deep. And we found someone great. His name is Chris Cox. He's the former chairman of the SEC. He was a congressman before that. Now imagine the chairman of the SEC is someone who basically is the ultimate Uber regulator. That's the czar, the one who decides basically the agenda of the SEC for the years that they are the chairman. And so we are fortunate to have Chris as our keynote speaker. That's excellent. Uh, Why don't you give us some details on the event? It's a one-day event. It's in Santa Monica at a really beautiful hotel called the Fairmont Hotel. We usually typically get about a 1,000-plus people. We typically sell out of our tickets uh, a week before the event. And what we brought together is this. All the players who are investors in uh, tokenized assets such as securities, real estate, oil and gas in one place – all the investors, all the promoters, those who are creating those assets or selling them. Also, we brought in a lot of pundits and press people. We have attorneys, basically the people who create the smart contracts, such as, uh, for example, Polymath, uh, uh, Securitize.io. Extraordinary list. It's, it's available at the startenginesummit.com URL, and you can see the quality of the people we brought in, it's going to be really fantastic. Santa Monica. Very nice. I was actually there uh, last month. And for the longest time, I've been wanting to take a picture of the exact time where the sun drops behind the Santa Monica pier and the, uh, the Ferris wheel there. And I got this most amazing photo of the sun right in the middle of the Ferris wheel as it was setting. 
So I was pretty. Well, you know what? In October 19th is one of the best months to be in Santa Monica because you don't have the clouds or any of the things going on. It's pure crystal beauty. Mm, that's so, great. I love the fact you have those those uh, those electric scooters all around. So literally, you can just like walk up, get on a scooter, uh, you know, open up the app, scan the little QR code, and then boom, you're being charged. Like I don't know what it was. I think I I was on that thing for like 45 minutes and was charged six bucks to travel around on this little uh, electric scooter, which is pretty awesome. I love that. Yeah, great, so great, we're, great. we're excited about Santa Monica for that reason. Not only you have those scooters all around Santa Monica, you have extraordinary food, brilliant chefs, and the, the hotel we've, we've, we, we're putting the location on is really right there on the boardwalk. It's right on Ocean Avenue. So you can uh, literally walk two seconds and you are watching the ocean. You can see the Ferris wheel right there and there. It is a beautiful location. So you guys can go to startenginesummit.com, uh, tokenizing the world, October 19th, Santa Monica, and register for the event. One thing that I didn't mention is that we're going to live stream the whole thing on YouTube. So for those who cannot make it, which we understand, and not everybody can travel and come to Santa Monica and enjoy the incredible food and the venue and all the people, they can watch it live. Except for, I must give you a caveat, um, we're not live streaming the, the address from Chris Cox, who's the former chairman of the SEC, we are allowing the press to be in the room. They can take notes, but no one can record what he will be saying. But, you know, uh, having a chairman of the SEC at a crypto conference seems like an oxymoron. But in, in many ways, it's not. In order for the crypto world to go where it needs to be, which is to change the world, be a big momentum uh, event, the same way the Internet was a big event, you need these people who who are part of of, of, of our government or previously were in our government to, to participate. And we found him to be very engaging. He, he builds his own computers, by the way. Mm. Does he like, is he, is he pro crypto? Absolutely. He is. It's, I mean, I, look, if he wasn't, I have to tell you, he probably would have declined the invitation, but think about this one. The ch- former chairman of the SEC is, is willing to come to an event pure crypto, that I think in many ways says what needs to be heard, which is we're starting to become more mainstream. Right. And it's just a matter of time. Uh, Howard Marks of StartEngine.com, the Start Engine Summit. You'll find the links in the show notes. Thanks once again, Howard, for joining us and uh, giving us your latest thoughts and updates. Thank you, guys. Really love your show. You know, you mentioned, could we be tokenizing some things that we didn't necessarily discuss in the interview, but tokenizing people and their ideas or tokenizing intellectual property, right? Something that you can't see. It's not a physical asset, but it could definitely be something that you could still call an asset. What if you were to say, all right, here's a Harvard freshman. And what if you could invest in that Harvard freshman's future earning potential or something? How would you tie that token? Like, you know, I own, I have Joel coin and it's on the waves platform. I own 999,999 because somebody put in an order for one <laughs> token and I'm like, here, here's your token. It was like $4, um, you know, cause that's the price I set on it. I don't know. So how so would you, you- how, how many did you have total? You had 10 million? No, a million. 
And, oh, you had a million. And he of bought them. one token. So you're worth four million dollars. That's nice. Yeah. I, if you could put a price on me. Oh man, four dollars. Yeah. So how would you use that? Like, I, I've always thought if I was going to use Joel Coin, then it would be to acquire tokens to buy time with me. Right, that you could exchange Joel coin for consultations, and you know, I don't know how it, it's easier just to PayPal me money, honestly. But uh. mm-hmm. well, see, that's where the interface comes in, user experience, U- UI, making it a lot smoother. You know, we've talked about that. There's some cryptos that are doing that, like Ken K I N, and I can imagine that that could be a token that could be used because it's, you know, it's quick and you could, if you can start building that, they're, they're going to allow people to build that into their own apps. And um, yeah. So it's interesting. Who knows where it's going to, where, where all this is going to head. By the way, I've been using the Kinet app that we discussed on the news a couple of weeks ago. And I earned over, I don't know, a period of seven or eight days, 500 Kin. And I, um, I turned them in for my first Amazon $5 gift card. And it immediately gave me the code for Amazon. And so, you know, it costs me more time than my time, you know, is is worth to acquire it, but still is fun to have an app and get rewards and be able to cash those in. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things when we found it, we're like, oh, this is cool. Look, I mean, there's so many different applications for this type of stuff to allow people to get rewards. Oh, watch our video ads and you get rewards with crypto. I mean, that is coming, right? Like, why do I got to watch these videos a lot of times for no reason? Because it's it's just ridiculous. People are going to get paid for their activities. People are going to get paid for their content more so in the future. And a lot, this, this is the world we're going into where people are famous and their job is basically take pictures of themselves and put it on Instagram, write content, and do internet stuff. And none of this stuff existed before. Like, you couldn't have gone to school for this. No. And today, you know, all the kids, they want to be Instagram stars or YouTube stars or whatever. They're, they're aspiring to to be known uh, for being on YouTube. Like that's actually a thing. So I don't know, maybe these people, maybe people will be tokenized in the future. Well, but you can even tokenize your own future videos. Like, all right, I'm going to do some video uh, and, and get, you know, getting ad, you're getting dollars for your videos on there. If you get enough views, like when you start thinking about what you can tokenize, then sort of the sky's the limit. And there's really not too many limits to come what you could what you could tokenize if you start really thinking about it. Which is a matter of are those tokens valuable or are they a shitcoin? What do you guys think? We'd love to hear from you. Come uh, give us a call or write us. If you want to write us, email is badcryptopodcast at gmail.com or go to badcryptopodcast.com and click the contact us link or give us a call. And that phone number is 708-885-9030. If you'd like to hear that number again, just hit rewind back 20 seconds. And Travis will actually answer that. He like you can call him any time of day and he'll pick up the phone. And he'll say, bad crypto. What do you want? It's bad crypto here. Actually, he won't. You will hear from uh, our voicemail. So leave us a message and let us know your thoughts. Give us your feedback. Uh, we love to hear from you and uh, we'll talk to you again really soon. I promise. Bad crypto here. This is Travis. Stay bad. Who's bad? 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.